Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Go For Growth podcast. My name is Gillian Askew, and I'll be your host today. I'm joined by my colleague, Lauren, who will also be your other host today. Um, thank you for joining us for this first ever episode. We're going to cover three things today in our inaugural pod. Uh, so we're going to talk about the team. We are going to talk about who we are, our experiences, why we're here. Uh, we're going to tell our lovely listeners about our backgrounds, mine and yours, Lauren, as told in our own words. Um, and then I'll give an overview of who the rest of the, the team is, the colleagues who couldn't be with us today. We're going to talk a little bit about who Go For Growth is as a programme, how Go For Growth came about, what our aims and ambitions are as a, as a micro business, and more importantly, how Go For Growth works for providers. So I think you're going to chat us through, Lauren, um, the initial contact process, so that thing that we call the triage process and how providers can get in touch with us if they, if they want to after the podcast. And then the third thing we'll finish off uh, by talking about is the pod itself. Um, who is it for? What is it for? What will we cover in future pods? How often will we do it? And all of that kind of pod-related stuff. I take it it's all right to call it a pod. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> we'll call it a pod. Um, so in terms of introductions, I'll start with me, if that's all right. So uh, for everyone listening, my name is Gillian Askew. I am a procurement professional by trades. I've been in procurement for coming up for 30 years, both private sector and public sector. I'm a long-standing micro-business owner working for the public sector, and I, and I guess that's relevant when we're talking about Go for Growth and my background, because it means that I've walked a mile in, in both pairs of shoes. So I understand procurement, the challenges in public sector, the regulatory environment, the process environment, but I also understand how that looks and feels and translates for providers, especially for micro, small providers, the voluntary sector, uh, rather than larger counterparts, some of the unique challenges that small providers have. My role in Go for Growth um, as a co-founder was setting it up. So Jimmy and Sherry, and I'll talk about my colleagues, Jimmy and Sherry, in a little bit more detail in a second. We we came together to try and fill a gap. So we recognised, because it's difficult for us as, as providers ourselves, we recognised that it was actually disproportionately tougher for smaller local organisations to access and to find opportunities in the public sector in the first place. And that this ambition in the public sector, which is real, about wanting to access all that talent in the marketplace, we recognised that there was just a real difficulty in those things coming together. So you have a willing provider marketplace who want to work for the public sector and a willing public sector who want to procure from that marketplace, but there's something happening in the middle. And, and so my role in Go for Growth is really quite strategic about how we do that. What's the support that we can provide to both procurement and public sector providers or aspiring public sector providers so that we can connect those two groups of people together. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm really excited about the podcast. Um, it, it's not my comfort zone. Uh, it, I know and understand that um, getting information to different sets of people means we need to be creative and I'm really happy that we're trying something just a little bit new actually with the podcast and hopefully 
small business owners, wherever you are in the land, are super busy. And so actually, if you've got the ability to listen to something whilst you're having a lunch break, whilst you're eating, whilst you're doing other things, then hopefully that will be useful and helpful. So I'm dead excited about um, having another way that we can uh, support providers with information. So that's me. No, no, that's that's brilliant. And I think based on the podcast and what I'm excited about, I think my views on it line up with yours quite similarly. I think it's really good to get different ways of interacting with providers out there, trying different things. And up to now, I think we've found that maybe our YouTube has been the most engaged with channels. So trying something quite similarly, but maybe that providers can listen to in a more remote fashion is a fantastic idea. So I think that would be, like I say, my views would line up with yours there. Um, but introduction from myself I'm Lauren I'm the procurement assistant for go for growth I've worked within the company um coming up to a year now it's um, been a whirlwind experience really um I'm not I've, I've not got the longest procurement background which is what I'm actually training for at the moment I'm doing my level four sips at the moment um but it, it's fantastic it's a great experience and helping providing um, support to providers is is fantastic I feel Brilliant. I can't believe a year has nearly gone. I know. It's <laughs> really crazy almost a year. It feels like two <laughs> minutes since you joined us. Um, and so Lauren and I aren't the only people. We're probably, you and I are the main contacts at the minute in Go for Growth. But we are, a, we're a tiny team, but we are a bigger team than just you and me, aren't we? So we have Jimmy and Sherry Lee, who are co-founders with me. Uh, Jimmy Brannigan and Sherry Lee Miles, both, I've known Jimmy and Sherry since 2013. They are social value, sustainability, environmental experts and have a wealth of knowledge and experience around social contribution, how we can work in a way that is mindful to our environmental resources. You know, there isn't a planet B. So all of the things that we are doing, we have to take all of, you know, that finite resource stuff into consideration there's uh, in my view nobody better and nobody more um well-rounded in terms of their knowledge and expertise than Jimmy and Sherry Lee and they run another organization we have come together the three of us because we share the vision of being able to connect procurement teams and marketplaces and Jimmy and Sherry have been working with public sector procurement teams for many many years um, I mean our relationship is coming up for 10 years and they were already doing that and well ingrained in doing that before I met them um, and they also are micro business owners working for the public sector so share that lived experience of what it feels like to work both on contract off contract to build relationships to to also lead from the front to innovate to do something different um, and to understand how difficult that can be sometimes to take that to the public sector so it's it's brilliant to work with Jimmy and Sherry Lee both operationally and strategically and then we have Sandra and Bex who um, are both a whirlwind in terms of helping us bring all of this to life so the the platforms the digital platforms that we've got there is nobody better than Sandra at working those platforms helping us understand the intelligence that we're gathering through providers 9,000 over 9,000 engagements I think now yeah and um, I updated the figures yesterday actually were nine and a half nine and a half thousand engagements and and Sandra and Bex really help us reflect that engagement back into both procurement teams but also providers themselves so a provider can see that they're not a lone voice, that they are part of a community that are all like a super tanker trying to turn. 
And we have some associates for Go for Growth as well. So we work with, um, if anyone's been to an event with us, they might have met Mike already, either virtually or in person. Mike Fairbotham, who runs Perigee Unlimited. He's kind of our go-to person for bid skills training. Um, he's a SIPS accredited trainer, does loads of work around bid skills. And again, he's worked in procurement in public sector, but also is a micro business owner. So he does have that shared dual lens, if you like. We work with a, a lady called Jane Ashby, who she's our equality, diversity and inclusion um, consultant, if you like. She helps us understand how we translate the values that we've got of being inclusive, being accessible and helping the public sector to become accessible. She helps us bring that to life in a practical way. And that's, it's not easy. Accessibility you know, isn't a buzzword. It shouldn't be a buzzword. Neither is inclusivity. So Jane helps us think about what Go for Growth needs to do and helps us package our support to procurement in a way that makes sense around that agenda. And then actually with any small business... And anyone listening, I think this will resonate, or I hope it will resonate. You need a, a shop front. You need to tell the market what it is that you're doing. And so we work with a lady called Millie at the moment who helps us. I mean, I'm a procurer by trade, so no marketeer should ever fear for their job when I'm around. I'm the least creative person in the land. So what Millie does is take what we're doing on a practical level and helps us uh, put the narrative together for providers. She helps us set our shop front up, if you like, so that people can see what the programme is and how to access it. So that's our team and we will work with other experts in other fields as and when we need them. Our One of our jobs is really to make sure that we can get the right advice for providers from the right expertise at the right time. So that's the team. I'm going to keep talking, um, but I, I will come back to you in a minute, Lauren, I promise. But I'm going to talk just a little bit, if that's OK, about the Go for Growth programme uh, itself. So if you go to our website, which is www.goforgrowth.co.uk, you will see that we talk about being a fully funded programme for micro businesses, small to medium enterprises, the voluntary community and social enterprise kind of voluntary sector. So we are supporting anybody, the doors are open, there are no closed doors in Go for Growth, but what we see is that where the support is most needed is with micro, small, SME type organisations and voluntary sector organisations. But I'm often asked what fully funded means. And so this ambition that I talked about in the public sector of being able to access the local talent that ambition is alive and well, but actually it's a really complex and it's a marathon, not a sprint, in order to be able to translate that into real accessibility. And so actually as part of that commitment and ambition, the public sector um, fund the support that we can give to providers. So when, it's saying, when I'm saying it's fully funded, what I mean is if you're a provider in the marketplace, you will never need to pay for any of the support that you get, no matter how... It's free for the it's provider to free access. for the provider to access, yeah. And free forever. So as a provider, I know firsthand that often it can look like it's free on the surface, but when you scratch the surface, there's a price tag over there Free 14-day trial. Or yeah, <laughs> start your free trial here. Go for Growth is different to that. We have said, and it's a very public commitment, it's in our manifesto, it's all over our website, 
our commitment is to the marketplace that we will never charge you for the support that we give you. If you need support that is um, different to go for growth or bigger, so we don't bid right for people, we don't typically do big bid reviews, we can find a person who you can work point with. Point you in the right direction. Point you in the right direction, but those things we probably won't do, and they those things typically have a charge associated with them. But anything you get directly from go for growth is free of charge now, and it will stay free of charge. Um, and we work for the public sector, so we are working for local authorities, NHS organisations, we're working for uh, collaborative, they're called public sector buying organisations, so you'll see uh, there's a number of them in the UK. We work with those collaborative organisations, blue light organisations, central government as well, so we work right the way across the public sector. And on our website, um, by the end of September, actually you'll be able to see the logos of all of those public sector clients that uh, Go for Growth works for. But there is an important point, I think, to make in that if you are in a part of the country where actually your local authority or NHS Foundation Trust or the ICS or the police force or whoever it is aren't a client of Go for Growth, that doesn't mean that you can't access the support Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever sector you are, whatever size you are, no matter who the public sector client is for you as a provider, you can come and get the support from Go for Growth. Mm -hmm. Our job is to make sure that our funding model works so that we can continue to, to deliver the support that we're delivering. Yes. Yeah. Um, Lauren, would you describe, because it's a question we get often in terms of providers going, actually, I, this is definitely a space that I need some help in. Um, how do I get in touch with you? And what's the first step that as a provider I might feel when I do come to you? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because sometimes, obviously, in the, the webinars, the events that we're hosting, we can give a lot of information about the support that we offer. So the one-to-one -one services, the the content that you can access through our website through our social media pages and you can keep up to date with what we're doing but actually to get in touch with us one-on-one -on -one, so to to speak with me directly or yourself directly jill it can be a little maybe lost in translation just hit the microphone <laughs> Um, but no, to be able to access our services, there are multiple ways. So via our website directly, there is a form for you to contact us. The form will come through to my email address and I'll be back with you or back to you as soon as I see that and have the time to get back to you. Um, you're able to book a one-to-one -one session via our calendar booking link. If you are wanting the calendar booking link, we are just actually in the process of getting that out on our channels. It'll be shared, but also you can email us, you can call us. Our details are available on our website just reach out and you are you you're welcomed we'll be back with you and we'll arrange something as soon as we possibly can and so if I'm a provider and I've said right Lauren I've dropped you an email or whatever it is what that triage process that we talked about what could I expect in that initial 30 minute conversation what can I expect you to be asking me and us chatting about so the initial call for me is a really important one what we or what I tend to use it for and I don't know whether you're the same that initial 30 minutes I feel is important to figure out more about each other have a better understanding of how we as a, an organization can help you as a provider but also where you as a provider are what what it, what is it that you do what is it that you're looking for what experiences you've had um really just getting to know each other so that we can personalize sorry personalize the service that we actually offer because like we say the the 
the service that we do offer is tailored to your needs and to be able to do that we really need that initial consultation. And I guess that, um, and we would say this, we would like to think that we're super unique, wouldn't we, as Go for Growth? So, uh, you know, there's a bit of poetic license with what I'm about to say, because we might not be very unique at all. But what we are trying to do, I think, for providers is to create an individual journey that you go on, something that's relative to you, something that's proportionate to you, that's in line with a provider's own ambitions we're not we're not asking you to fit into our mold we're trying to fit the go for growth support platform program exactly i think everybody develops in a different way as a, everybody learns in a different way everybody will develop in a different way which is why i think it is really important and special that we do that yeah and ambitions you know it's i think sometimes it's really good to be able to chat through those ambitions with somebody to almost to, not to sense check them you know, we're not going to tell anybody their ambitions are wrong or inappropriate, but actually just to have that sounding board of here's what I'm trying to aim at and here's the role that I think the public sector can play in it and here's what I might be struggling with, so here's the help that I think that I might need and to get a sense of how you can access support in that initial conversation then gives a provider choices, you know, and... We're an opt-in programme, so nobody... You can come and get as much or as little as you want from Go for Growth. Most of the organisations we support will come in for a bit, get the support that they need, go away, do something with that, and then maybe come back another time or later to work on something else um, with us. We're a, a community, I think, in that sense, um, and we are quite flexible and light touch so you choose as a provider how intense you want the relationship to be and when it's really right and relevant for you to get the support and then if you need leaving alone for a bit because you want to consolidate that it's absolutely fine yeah we're not like it's not like a a a six-week course that you come and it's it's set and it's all in for a full six weeks and then nothing it's you you tap in and tap out as and when you need us when uh, a bit opportunity comes up and you're needing some support around a certain application there we are or if you're not understanding something that you're working towards again tap in and we'll we'll help you as and when (laughs) yeah and I think it's really important nobody nobody wants spamming every two minutes even if it's helpful help if that makes (laughs) sense Um, we'd rather providers chose when they tapped in rather than us pushing stuff out all the time to people Um, Which, I mean, it doesn't naturally segue into podcast, but I'm going to segue into podcast. We, you know, thinking about why would we do a podcast for, you know, to get information out. And I mentioned it a little bit, didn't I, about actually not, not everybody has time to or can or wants to just read or watch things all of the time. So having something that's audio based could be really helpful um, and actually gives us a different way of accessing some of the the help and support. And so at Go for Growth, I guess what we try and do is tackle the top issues that that people that we're engaging with in the provider marketplace tell us about. And the podcast will be a place for us to chat about those issues, those challenges, those barriers, and more importantly, to communicate what the public sector are doing you know, if if things are changing on the back of that intelligence, what's changing? How is it changing? We've got a whole new set of public sector regulations coming. The bill is going through Parliament at the minute. That's going to really change how providers access the public sector. 
and it should be easier but actually getting up to speed will be complicated so being able to just chat about those things as opposed to having a live webinar on it or in addition to having a live webinar it should be um really useful and i've forgotten who we are hosted by lauren remind me who our host is is it something to do with vegetables yeah at the moment it's buzzsprout buzzsprout (laughs) yeah buzzsprout so and but then you can access the podcast through yeah you won't necessarily use buzzsprout to find the podcast listen to it we can share a link which would take you there but also we'd be accessible via say apple music spotify we'll also upload a video version of the podcast to youtube if if youtube was your preference but there'll be multiple ways to to access Cool. I do like the name Sprout. I do. I definitely do. Um, so today is the first one. What's coming next, Lauren? Yes, so we have um, a, our episode two already planned. What we're going to be doing is um, meeting with Barnsley Council and Enterprise in Barnsley. Just to, we're, we're local to the Barnsley area, so we thought it'd be a great idea to have a, a, a public set of a public sector body in with us to ask some questions about how they work and um, we'd be discussing really um where to find opportunities so where is the Barnsley provider you'd go to look for opportunities um whether that's the the Barnsley council tendering portal whether it's a government portal we'll discuss um public sector spend in the Barnsley area so what their spend goals are how much they spend what they spend their money on um, and also when um, we plan to discuss a little bit about what maybe makes a good bid in their opinion and where to to go for support so that sounds like a not to be missed podcast if you are either in the Barnsley area wanting to work for the public sector more generally or if you're aspiring to have Barnsley public sector organisations whether that's the council or whoever as a potential customer there should be some really useful information in that next yeah. podcast shouldn't there? No absolutely I definitely think like you say not one to miss um, and it's not just if you are a, a provider in the Barnsley area because I'm sure that what Barnsley Council have to say and enterprise in Barnsley would be similar across across the UK or yeah. I'd like to think it, it would be fairly yeah, similar. No, I but agree I think that you know the information is transferable there'll be some subtleties that are Distinctly, so the spend number will be different in Barnsley to somewhere else, but the process of it will be very similar. Absolutely, across the whole some tips and sector. tricks and what they spend the money on, that kind of thing, would it? So very broad, but especially if you are in the Barnsley area, definitely brilliant. And then I think after that, we are planning to talk about barriers and challenges. So we're planning to tell our listening audience about the intelligence that we've been gathering so what are the barriers what are the challenges um, and like I said more importantly what's being done about them um, we there's a thing in the public sector called the standard selection questionnaire if any provider has ever gone through any kind of competition uh, to win work whether that's a, a contract a framework a dynamic purchasing system any real sort of competitive process at the front end there's this thing called the standard selection questionnaire ssq there are eight sections to it not all sections will be in every procurement but go for growth is um launching over the next couple of months ish um the ability for providers to go through that standard selection questionnaire in slower time outside of a competition process so we'll be talking about what that means how providers can get involved in that and we have also developed something called public sector supply ready status 
where if you're a small provider, a local provider, any provider actually, and you want to show your potential customer that you um, are ready to do business with them, that you're ready to go through these competition processes, you can do that and get that accreditation through Go for Growth. And we'll be talking more about, well, what does that mean? How easy is that? How would I access that if I wanted it? All of this is all free of charge. There is, again, there's still no price tag coming. Um, and we'll talk also, if you're in a procurement team, we will be talking about something called the Academy for Skills and Knowledge. So we create all of this intelligence. We're a voice for the marketplace. Uh, we want to help procurement use that intelligence to make real change that makes a practical difference to the accessibility and inclusivity of public sector procurement processes. So the Academy for Skills and Knowledge will be something that our procurement colleagues and procurement professionals um, uh, will want to hopefully listen to a podcast about. So we're talking about that. That's coming in the next couple of months as well, that actual functionality. And so I guess we'll wrap up a little bit, Lauren, with if you're a provider listening to this or if you're procurement listening to this and you think, actually, I really want to talk to that team. I want to see if there's some help in there for me. What should they do first? How, you know, is it email? So to Send be fair, us a note or something? Yeah, and it, to be fair, your preference, if you if you feel that you'd, you interact best with our website, like I said earlier and in the earlier in the episode that you can reach out to us via the form on our website our email addresses and contact details are also on the site you can find our details across social media i do believe it is my contact number on the website and social media so if you want to give me a call um, there is a voicemail set up so if for any reason i do miss your call i will be back in touch with you or simply send us an email um, i do believe our email addresses and contact numbers actually will be shared on the video version of this podcast um so no, any your any preference way. really there's no correct and I think the the thing we would say is do get in touch uh, we would love to hear from you we are here to help that's our reason for being is that connectivity between procurement and the provider marketplace so if you're a professional procurer thinking this is a space I would like to learn more about or if you're a provider going I actually really want to do more business in the public sector just give us a shout and we will do what we can to help I think that's it there's no silly question and I actually always tell providers that it helps us the more that you tell us we're building content to to support the the market um, and if people don't tell us what it is that they are struggling with we we can't build that content so the more that we learn the more we can help so absolutely don't hold back nope that makes sense brilliant that's it for today so um thank you for listening uh, if i hope you stayed with us through this whole first episode and hopefully we'll see you in future ones yes, thanks thank Lauren. you thank you